Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. I'm Zoe. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we are here to record another episode of Chaotic Harmony. We are. Yeah. Hey. And today we want to talk a little bit about the emotional cycle. Is that it? Yes. Yep. Nailed it. Emotional cycle of planning a concert. I did it, guys. You did it. Good job. It's Zoe. a real thing. It is a real it thing. Is. And right now it is January 2020 and we are on our winter break enjoying, but this is all still very real. We we all did concerts. Um and we are in recovery. We are in from recovery concert season, and yeah. so it's something that uh, every music teacher goes through, and it is it is a cycle, mm-hmm. and um, there is a beginning, middle, and end to it. So we just wanted <laughs> to kind of talk through it with each other, and yeah, mm-hmm. we might go over this in a bit, but even though it's a cycle. It conflates, it conflates upon itself with the next cycle. So if right now, even though I'm in the recovery mode, my mind is already planning for the next concert. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, Absolutely. It has to. Two cycles just like jumping on top of each other. It's, it's a hot mess. We have a big event in March. Like that's <laughs> our, I'm not talking about the collaborative concert. Like I'm talking about like my school does. You have a big thing, like, yeah. Like it's going to be our spring exhibition. Okay. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is going to be I know. I have a big one in February. Mm. And so it's like, why did I do that to myself? Yeah. I, I don't always, even know. I least went to March. Give me a little more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And it's the same story every time. Yep. <laughs> I mean, every time. But mm-hmm. even when you know that, <laughs> right, it's still painful to go through at certain points. So do we want to start by reading what we've decided the emotional cycle of planning a concert is? Yeah, because we talked beforehand about well, what is this. What are the steps? I, I, I like what we got. I, like I think it's pretty accurate. I do too. Okay. Do you want to read it, Crystal? I can't. I do can read pa- it. Go for it. Okay. The- and then we can post this. Do you want to pass it around? Let's pass it around. So okay, each person cool. has a chance to share. That's fun. All right. The emotional cycle of planning a concert as uh, written by the Chaotic Harmony <laughs> podcast crew. This will be great. Bach cantatas all around. I hate this. They hate this. Why? <laughs> Next up. Hey, we can do this. We will never pull this off. And then at that point, our VAPA coordinator, Lauren Shelton, emails all of us and says, hey, I have board members who want to come to winter concerts. Please send me your concert dates and times. And all of us respond by going, we will never pull this off. Please don't come to my concert. No, you can't bring the district superintendent or any directors to my concert. Is day drinking okay? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. How is there only two classes left before the concert? (laughs) Dress rehearsals are canceled or tank. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can never have a dress rehearsal that goes well. Right? They don't exist. They don't exist. Oh, uh, maybe I should quit and work at Starbucks. Oh, hey, wait, where's my (laughs) catheter? I gotta pee. (laughs) Oh, oh. Um, And afterwards, oh, hey, we pulled it off. And then Going back it starts to... all and over yes. again. Yes, and now we're back to, to... yeah. That'll be great. Cantata. We can pull off a Bach cantata. <laughs> <laughs> Have any of you guys ever tried a Bach cantata? <laughs> I actually did oh, okay. back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, nobody cared. 
Hmm. We worked really hard on it, and the audience reception of it was so lukewarm that I'm like, I'm never busting myself that hard again. It was back in my middle school days, though. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounded fine, but let me tell you what, Felice Navidad brought down the house. (laughs) As it normally does. I mean... so why do we hurt ourselves? I've learned that that's my closer for, for our winter performance. It's a, yeah. it's a sing-along that okay. we, this year, our sixth graders played on ukulele. Like, they played the ukulele. Uh, we nice, played nice. a track and everyone just sang. And as they were singing, we, like, went through the whole song once. And mm-hmm. then as it starts to repeat, we started dismissing kids to be dismissed from their classrooms. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But it was like, I'm not going to try and actually have, like, a final song and then leave. Because mm-hmm. Felicity Never Died kills. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 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 So we this was a suggested uh, topic to discuss from a very good friend of ours. Um, and I think that, I, I mean, if you just look on any of the Facebook groups for elementary music educators uh, around uh, the winter season, you will see this cycle manifesting itself. And then the unwanted criticism butting in from all the colleagues and the administrators who don't respect the auditorium schedule on which you have blocked things out so <laughs> uh, yeah. that you can rehearse on the stage. And it is just full of frustration. So how do we, how did we feel about this year, guys? We did it. We did it. We got through it. I know. That's how I feel about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I had to plan way ahead. That's yeah. what, that's in in doing so it really relieved a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my choirs uh, go on stage more than usual to practice walking on, walking off stage. So the dress rehearsal is really very much. We're gonna work with the, with the accompanist finally. Hmm. And we're going to do a little bit of walking on and off stage, but this is your time to actually hear how it sounds like with a pianist playing the piano part. Hmm. Um, Making the stage feel like home. Yeah, exactly. So it's not yeah. so just not just foreign because I've done the mistake of having the dress rehearsal be the only time or one of the few times they actually practice on stage. Yeah. So now it's time for one thing I've really tried to work on this year is dig, dig deeper, not wider. So really Ooh, I have, like that. Mm-hmm. Really have the students like just own the space as opposed to like. Last minute frantic. Yeah. I think also something else I forgot to mention there. Um, during the day of the concert where all the kids are asking me questions, like, I am on focus mode. Get I out know. of my face. Or they come up to you, when is the concert? Right. What do we have to wear? <laughs> I know you said wear black pants, but can I wear jeans? Or my tia wants to know if I can save the seat in the front row. Is that okay? It's like noon. Or the, the parents want to come up. up and have a parent-teacher conference right then, right there. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. Or you request to use a stage and all the stages have been taken. That's right. So you need to be creative. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that was, that was. I do it. Yeah. How did it turn out, Mark? So it actually turned out fine. Hang Um, on. What are we talking about? Back up for those who don't know. We're talking about our winter performance. And so I had requested in early December uh, the use of choir risers from our district. And typically they have them available. And so Mm -hmm. I sent my secretary the dates. And she sends me an email a little bit later. I don't know if same day, but like, hey, all the choir risers are reserved. And I was like, whoa, okay, I'll have to figure out another solution. So a couple days went by and I was thinking about it. And so I'm like, well, let's just get a stage. We'll put the stage on the stage. And if the stage has different levels, we can like, we can make that work. And so we get the stage and it's huge. There are three pieces. There are four pieces, actually. We didn't use all four, but there are three and they're heavy. It's basically mm-hmm. just lifting straight, like. Is super heavy. So I get them on stage, and I'm like, okay, they can be on two different levels. And so I tried it out. Mind you, I'm doing this by myself, mm. and uh, 
I get the the tall stage up and I stand on it and it's just so wobbly. I'm just like, oh, well, no. this this is not going to work with kids on it. And so I'm like, okay, yeah. well, so I bring it down, and I'm like, okay, well, can I make this other stage shorter? And so it's like maybe five inches to work with. And I'm like, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So what we ended up doing is we put three sta- uh, three of the portable stages on, kind of like in a one on the left side, one in the middle, one on the right, kind of facing the middle like you would with a choir riser. And then our stretch, um, our YMCA stretch program had done um, Aladdin. And so they had some pallets that were fully like mm. covered. They didn't have the slots. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put those in front of the stages so there's not that big of a gap. And then I had some um, some step stools that I had kids stand on. So I went and got some black curtain or some black sheets, put it over the pallets to make them look a little nicer. We had uh, the, some skirts on the stages so like it looked a little nicer. And it worked. Like okay. we we were able to fit all the kids on the stage, and everyone was able to be seen. And going back to dress rehearsal, um, when you when I when I do my winter performance, it's the whole grade level. Mm-hmm. And when you have like sixty six graders on the stage, mm-hmm. it gets really cramped. But mm-hmm. like I know, I'm not gonna have all sixty kids there for the performance. Mm-hmm. And so trying to figure out, well, where who's supposed to stand where? It's like, well, I have this plan, but if 10 kids don't show up and they all stand on the same spot. Like we have to adjust. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's yeah. working with that too, but it worked out, but it, I was able to have a conversation with my principal and we're going to be looking into purchasing our own stage. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have basics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy that it worked out, Mark. Yeah. And definitely your yeah, creativity. Where like, were the choir risers, Zoe? They were at my school. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure we have yeah. more than one. No, you do have more than one. Yeah. We do have more than one. Yeah, I felt very bad. But, about uh, that. It was just funny when that popped up yeah, on Facebook. <laughs> I'm glad you got used out of that. <laughs> yeah, we used them. Um, so, what about this? Because, you know, like, I'm just trying to think through the last few months of all that went into this cycle, and it's really hard to kind of condense it down. So, what if, like, we each try and, like, either say a high point, kind of like what you had said about, like, going deeper, or like what you learned? Mm. Mm-hmm. A high point or a low point? Can we do that? Sure, maybe? yeah. And I'm I'm yeah. happy to go go first. Um, so a high point for me was uh, and you know mixed in with the low. I think that's kind of how it works out when you when you feel like things could be going south, but then there's kind of that silver lining. So the day that I had my um, grade level performances was a Saturday. And it turned out to be the Saturday before all of our sixth graders went to camp. Mm. And so they were like, I can't come. Like, my family, we have other things planned this weekend. Like, yeah, I won't be there. And so the week before, I was like, okay, so who's going to be there for sure? Mm -hmm. And it turned out being seven kids. Oh, my gosh. Seven sixth graders. And true to form, only... I think six or seven showed up. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had prepared, and they're such a creative group of kids. So I was, I was pretty bummed that not not very many could make it because they've been, um, they're just so creative. They're very musical. Mm-hmm. And we had gone through a few of the, uh, the pieces that Drew had arranged for the volcano dance and mm-hmm. the, um, the Great Wave. That was the book. So... Uh, a couple of, I mean, there were only six of them. They took on other roles. So 
each of them played multiple instruments mm-hmm. or on like doing drums or like had some scarves uh, or were narrating. So they all did multiple things and it was really cool. They That's all awesome. they all owned it. So. They stepped up. They did. That's really cool. Um, high points, low points. I guess uh, I mean, I shared the things that I learned. Like I definitely have to be more prepared logistically. Um, and uh, let's see here. I think adapting to the situation was another thing I had to learn. Uh, My concert band sounded the best they've ever sounded, but that was because we had to adapt. uh, I tried, I wrote a piece for them to to play a rendition of Ding Dong Merrily on a High, and it was, it was tough. It Mm -hmm. was, you know, like like people were playing different parts, multi-measure rests. Like it was, they did sound good, but I erroneously wrote uh, the clarinet part over the break. And yeah, they, they, two clans hit it, but it was just landing on it 100%. It wasn't always. So I decided, you know what? I'm just going to. Who are you? <laughs> I'm John Sullivan. <laughs> I decided to pull out my flute and I played with them on that portion. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, they, they sound a little more full. Um, so mm-hmm. adapting, even though it's not what I wanted, I wanted them to play on their own. Right. I also uh, tried contacting some some of the middle school, high schoolers to play with the band. I, if I did it enough time, that would have um, they would have come, and that would have also been a great way to bond the two different districts and also mm-hmm. have the piece performed. So yeah, adapting the fly was something I had to learn this year. It was also <laughs> really cool seeing you play flute. At that moment, your coworker and I turned to each other and were like, what? <laughs> he plays flute? Which I should have known. You've told me this before. Yeah. But it was just yeah. like so cool Not to news. see you play with your students. It was, it was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. My high was we had the highest parents like participation for our upper grade performance. Mm-hmm. So we have no problems. We have a small auditorium. And so we do two separate nights. The first night is K through today. Uh, this last year we did TK, which is our transitional kindergarten, which is like a pre-K. Um, we did that through second grade, and we normally have no problem filling the auditorium. So we probably had about 230 parents there for that performance. And then typically there's a fairly large drop-off for our upper grade performance, which is three to six. Mm-hmm. And in years past we've had, so if it was like 220, we've maybe had 150. So it's, it's, it's quite a big difference. But this year, we had close to 200 parents there for wow. the upper grade performance. And we've had the most sixth graders perform than we've ever had in mm-hmm. the in the five years I've been there. So that was just really cool. Like, it was really encouraging to see that it's starting to take shape and people are starting to be excited about it. And so that was great. And then another highlight was um, just our partnership with PTO. And the ladies, they helped a bunch with the stage design. And I had another, I had a colleague, she kind of spearheaded that. And I said, like, I don't care what the stage looks like. Like, just to be honest, like, I don't. I'm more focused on the music and more mm-hmm. focused on trying to make sure that kids aren't up there picking their nose. Um, and so they spearheaded that and they did an amazing job, which was really fun. I think a low point for me was um, we did more like just, I guess, karaoke tracks. And so we mm-hmm. had the accompaniment track and had kids sing songs. And it wasn't super orphy. Um, so for me, that was kind of a loss because I wanted it to. And I had planned a bunch of stuff to be super orphy. But in the time that I had allotted myself, the kids just weren't they weren't having it. They just weren't having fun with it. And so I had to go back and kind of revisit. I'm like, all right, what, what can I do so the kids have fun? So this is an enjoyable experience for them. And not necessarily feed my ego with being a great orph performance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a learning and kind of a loss um, low point for me was just that that realization that we're not quite there yet and mm-hmm. I'm not quite there yet as leading them to where I want them to be. So I have to reevaluate how I present 
and how I teach them. So mm-hmm. in March, hopefully, we'll be able to do more Orphe stuff. Yeah, it's a mm. building process, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys know this, but I, I'm so frustrated at the performance space in my school. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have this tiny room with a tiny stage. You can barely fit one grade level on if we actually use the stage space. Or if we use the stairs, we can... Um, well, I mean, I can get a whole grade level on, but um, I can only put one grade level's worth of parents uh, yeah. in the auditorium at a time. So um, last year, I was just really kind of beaten down by the restrictions that we face um there i had or the orf instruments on the floor in front of the stage but then the parents complained that they couldn't see their kids and rightfully so um and there wasn't enough room for movement on the stage so this year um the teachers just mostly um took over the winter performance and i've been doing informances in my room um so that's what we decided to do for winter and then the parents um would go watch their kids do their christmas thing that their teachers had prepared on the stage and then we would go um then to get them out of the auditorium they had to come to my room to pick their kids up so it was nice because we have the save the music strings but we only have one class set so they're shared between um six different uh, classes so i could cycle everybody through the orchestra room and they could all play their string instruments for their parents and then pack them up and put them in the assigned cubby so that made sharing them with everybody a little bit more streamlined um and then they felt so at home in the general music room that when it came time to sing and do the drum stuff that we'd worked on they were phenomenal um but at the same time we had dozens of parents and they're packed like sardines <laughs> and oh my gosh the temperature in the room just like skyrocketed <laughs> it was it was so many bodies in there i wish i'd had time to take a picture um <laughs> but it, and so like there was that but also it just completely broke down the barriers and they had access to me the parents did in a way that they never have before <laughs> so instead of me just being the person in the way of them trying to lean into the aisle and taking a picture of their kid on the stage they they talked to me face to face and i was able to look at them and say as you can see the performance space is not adequate um Uh at this school at all if that's something that's important to you i i think that you deserve to see your kids and i think that they deserve a stage to be on say something your voice is important and Mm -hmm. so you know speak up if if the arts is something that you want to help encourage um so i don't so that was a high point it's like both my first my greatest frustration also became like the best part of it and it was the way we ended up doing it was just very community building and i really appreciated it it was cool so, but gosh, it's got to change. I've got to figure out a solution to it. What we've decided to do um, is instead of me doing two big concerts, I'm doing monthly concerts during the school day. So then I'm not worried about my parents who often work multiple shift jobs, um, you know, having to come in after school hours. Um, and I'm not worried about uh, my kids not showing up because that was a big problem for me too, is like hardly yeah. getting anybody to come back to school yeah. for an evening or a weekend concert. So, um, we do it first thing in the morning so um eight o'clock on a school day and it's a half an hour so the parents can um often request we tell them months in advance so they can just like ask to go into work a little late um or plan for it and we've had really good attendance so far um at those and we're doing arts integration so i'm able to plaster the walls with our arts integration projects my art teacher puts up what she's been doing as a decoration and we fit so much better in the space every single child is there Mm. it's it's been a good solution for us to do the during the school day Mm. performances so it's taken a lot of the stress off too sure 
So four, we're at four different schools, yep. yeah. and it sounds like we all did kind of a different format, yeah. which is yeah. so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it goes back to Lauren a little bit how she she hasn't had like this is what you must do. Uh-huh. I mean, sure yeah. she she has definitely encouraged us all to do something in the winter time, and she's given us some tips and tools on how to achieve that, but mm-hmm. also giving us the freedom to create what works for our school. Um, so I'm wondering if, like, if each of us could maybe share kind of like what, like, I don't know, like, what was your, what did you start with when you were trying to imagine how you wanted your winter concert or like a concert that you did recently? This year, like my, our first time. Oh, interesting. Well, we could, we could say either. Do we want to start with what? our first time i don't even know if i can i think backwards planning is key no matter what you do like what do you want your end result to be and if you don't have a clear picture of that in your head you're gonna be real stressed out right Mm -hmm. right um so back in the day when i was at my first job at a catholic school they expected a huge winter it was a it was a christmas show like a um you know a nativity Mm -hmm. um and i did a full musical theater production and so i would buy you know the whole package and i'd send parts home and i would send rehearsal scripts home and rehearsal dvds and cds and choreography and we started in august Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the only way to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, but that's what it took to fulfill their expectations. So I think just having that conversation with your admin, like what do they expect? Right. And then educating them on like, we can do that, but this is what it's going to take mm-hmm. is really important. Mm-hmm. So I try to think like, I want to tell a story and I want the parents to be entertained. I've learned that if your concert's longer than an hour, they will hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Nobody wants to sit through more than an hour. Um, and uh, and the only thing they really care about is seeing their kids happy on stage. Mm-hmm. All the better if you can sh- if you can show off that they've actually learned something really valuable. Yeah. If you don't mind me jumping on that, sorry, Please. Mark. Get at it. Cool. Um, so I was probably like a week before the concert. May I see the... Uh, yeah. Little cycle we yeah, do. our cycle. Where in the cycle yeah. were you? Where was I? I was on. Um, it was bad. Um, were you ready to go work at Starbucks? Were you looking at your resume and thinking, <laughs> how can I update this? <laughs> um, I was on the wait. With, there was only two classes left to go concert. And mm-hmm. uh, not dress rehearsals, but there were key rehearsals that were tanking really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, kids were not bringing, kids were not bringing their instruments to the, the second to last practice. Like, like really? Really, guys? <laughs> I was rough. I was so frustrated. And I decided to go to one of my students. She plays clarinet. She was the one who actually nailed the over the break. Um, but she was performing in the um, in adaptation of The Nutcracker. She does ballet. And so I decided to support her and went to watch it. And I was watching. And I was like, hmm, this is really good. Mistakes were made. Mm-hmm. In fact, mistakes like... The audience laughed in a very warm and charming manner. Mm-hmm. And it allowed me to give myself grace mm-hmm. to the fact that, no, uh, it's not a, it doesn't need to be a Bach cantata. It's fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if it's not great. There's going to be mistakes. And in fact, one of the, like, there was a, uh, there's a duet going on. And one of the kids, after he was done singing uh, his duet, he bumped into the, uh, our uh, condenser mic and it's like it was oh my gosh but it was funny in a charming way and it's like you know what 
Mistakes going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also want to point out, John, that you, because you said that you wanted to go deep, not wide yes. this, mm. this year. And I, I totally saw that because you had um, two choirs, right? Uh, three choirs. Three choirs. I had my lower grade, my upper grade, and also my advanced choir. Okay. So you had the three choirs. You mm-hmm. had your band. Correct. And you had some smaller groups mm-hmm. and solos. Yes. And so that really struck me. I was like, wow, you have really like put in time and focus and energy into like these groups and they were really able to shine. Mm-hmm. And um, I did the opposite. <laughs> uh, so, and I, you know, it was my first time doing this at the school, mm-hmm. but in the last couple of years, I would just hear like teachers or parents and they, like what I kept hearing was like, we want to see what everyone is doing. Like mm. the teachers were like, we want you to be more visible. We want to see what like our whole school is doing. So mm. for me, I didn't feel like I did like a lot of like depth, you know, it was like I had intended to do rounds and, you know, like start getting to two part stuff with some of my grade levels, but it just didn't happen. So we sang in unison and, mm-hmm. That was that was where we were at, and a lot of echoing. I mm-hmm. never imagined that I would do songs in echo, but that's where they were at. Mm-hmm, like sure. they just did not have the words, they didn't have the melody. So I was like, okay, we're doing it. And it was, you know, it was a great first step, I think, for for our school. And I liked that a lot because when I watched your uh, shows, uh, I wanted to adapt that because I, I, even though I did deep, I still missed the wide aspect. I'm trying to find ways to incorporate that. For mm. next time, somehow, I'm not sure yet, but mm-hmm. I like it though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, forgot the question. Yeah, I do real the question. I'm so entirely. sorry. Well, I, I mean, I was just trying to because we all do. Dif- we all approach it kind yeah. of from yeah. a, yeah. Different a different way. Format. So, like, what was your like your starting point for planning your concert? Yeah. So yeah. my starting point was every kid needs to perform, mm-hmm. and so well, every kid that shows up. Yeah. Um, and so that's just what we've done the past five years. And I've kind of, I've inherited that format from what was done before I was there. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with it. I think it's good. I have kids who, who aren't necessarily involved in my music groups, but who still showed up. I'm like, you showed up, <laughs> like, you know, especially yeah. I, have, I have some sixth grade boys who are just, I, if you asked me like, do you think that this person's going to show up? I'll probably be like, no, nah, I doubt that they will. But they mm-hmm. were there and they were dressed sharply and like they were excited. And so for me, it's an opportunity for all of my kids to, it's, it's to be on stage and to get mm-hmm. to perform. And I had one, I had one little boy. Um, I don't remember who it was, but I just, I just remember hearing, I like it up here on the stage, you know, <laughs> and just mm-hmm. the, it's their opportunity to shine. It's their opportunity for people to watch them and just to do that. And so I. And fortunate that um, I have a um, an arts leadership team, and so I was able to bounce things off of them. Um, ultimately, a lot of it falls on my shoulders, mm-hmm. um, just because I'm the arts teacher, like I'm the music teacher, um, I'm the arts specialist at my school, and um, not every single moment of my teaching day is filled with students, and so I have a little bit more time to work on those miscellaneous projects. Um, so like all the graphic design work and everything, all the flyers and everything like I create and I, I, I send out and, um, just trying to pick a theme that wasn't necessarily super Christmas heavy. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, like that was for this year, 
just my like i was just trying to be self-conscious about that and just making sure like it's not just about christmas mm-hmm. so the kids sing a song about holiday lights they sing a song about like where did the snowman go it, it turns out he melted um and, spoilers uh, yeah spoilers <laughs> um and we found some stuff um that i just thought was cute and was rather just winter generic and mm-hmm. so our theme yeah. this year was uh cold nights warm hearts and hot chocolate and oh, that's so really yeah so that was our theme like and it. like so we ha- had a couple songs about hot chocolate the kids uh they did a chant and then we had some body percussion and then some drumming to go along with that and so just to try to pick a generic theme winter-esque theme mm-hmm. and then make sure that it's available and able for everyone um i did forget this but as we're, as i'm talking about it i was reminded um I always invite our our SDC students to participate with their grade level, mm-hmm. and um, I've with our SDC teachers I've worked it out where with them like getting their input, they're like I would prefer not to do something specific in my class just because for my kids to get up there like it just it's more challenging. Yeah. But if they are able to get up there with like their grade level, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I would prefer that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, great. And so um, the night of the concert, I had one little girl in third grade. She showed up. And during their push-in time, it's not during our VAPA time. And so when I teach her, it's in her in her, in her class, in her SDC class. Um, but she showed up with her third grade team, and she had no idea, like, what we were doing. But she got in front of the stage, and that particular grade was uh, they were uh, playing uh, Bordeaux on xylophones. She ended up on a xylophone, and I just walked up there and like, all right, honey, these are the notes. Yes. And she hit notes, and some of them were right, and some of them were not. But she was just so excited to be up on stage. And then during the song portion, she didn't know the song. She just kind of looked around and just kind of like, eh, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. hummed along. But it was just a reminder for me. Like, I think first year teacher Mark would have had just a huge panic attack mm. um, of like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't know what she's doing. Like, make sure she's not on a xylophone. Like, and she's just standing up there and just like being there. But like, she she just didn't have a bunch of fun. Mm. And so just that accessibility, I think, for me with with the winter performance um is the biggest factor mark you shared a story on marco polo about your first graders that warmed mm. my heart so much and i think i've told the story to so many people about the little girl who showed up late can you uh, talk yeah, yeah, can yeah, you yeah. talk yeah. about so, that um yeah yeah um i i told teachers and parents and stuff like we our, our performance began at six and so I had made a 5.30, you know, be here at 5.30 and we'll be ready. And so something I did this year, uh, that was the first time, was I didn't have all the students in the auditorium at first. So the students were in their classrooms. And then it was their time to perform. They came to the auditorium. And then after they performed, they went down and watched the remaining classes. Um, I partially did that because it just gets so loud sometimes with the kids. Yeah. And especially with our upper graders, they just get really just, they see their friends, they get goofy. It's after mm-hmm. school, it's late, you know, it's whatever. And so my first graders, I I had them come up on stage and we started singing our first song. And um, I look over to my left and I see this mom and her, her first grade daughter who's just, she's dressed in this super cute little outfit, looks like a little ballerina. And she's telling her, like, go on stage. And she, the little girl's shaking her head, no, I don't want to, like, because she's late and we've already started. So I stopped. I got on the microphone and I was just like, you know what? I'd like to invite her on stage. Like no one deserves to miss their first grade concert, you know? Mm. And so she ran up on stage and got there. She was all settled down and got her right in front. And it's like, all right, you ready? I looked at her, you ready? And so we were able to start again. And so she was able to join us and and participate in that. Um, And again, first year teacher Mark probably wouldn't have done that because I probably would have been like, oh, you're late, you know? But 
where I'm at now, it's it's just about that accessibility and about mm-hmm. making sure everyone gets everyone gets to play. So, I just ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So talk about keeping it to what matters. Yeah. And what matters here, you know? Yeah. The right notes don't matter. Right. Oh my gosh, like stories like that are why I just love you guys so much and why I'm so glad we found each other mm-hmm. and yeah, like why we get to do this thing and and just like be the example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love it. I, so it was really healthy for me this year to be a mom with elementary school age kids who were going through their own Christmas pageant Mm -hmm. as I was going through the concert cycle. Because at the same time as we're getting on our social media and giving like behind the scenes confessionals to each other (laughs) about how stressed out we were, Mm -hmm. um, my kids had their, their Christmas pageant a little bit early. They sing with the children's choir. And so they did, um, they did the story of silent night where the organ breaks down and, um, and then the pastor wrote the, the hymn for silent night and it was set in Austria. It was, um, gosh, it was so stinking cute. <laughs> um, and Parker was the organ repair man mm. and he and the church organist had this whole bit about like, you know, oh, the organ's broken. Well, Parker's like, maybe I should hammer it. No, no, no. Don't use the hammer. <laughs> it was really cute. Um, and wrong notes were sung and kids missed their cues and my kids missed their cues. And my kid like didn't sing one of the verses he was supposed to sing and mixed up some <laughs> words and totally sang like half of a verse off key in a solo. And it was like, it didn't matter because they were on stage (laughs) and they were happy Mm -hmm. and they looked adorable in their little outfits and it was it was christmasy and it was it was precious and we forget how much the cute factor really matters i think you know like it's worth a lot (laughs) especially with our kids so um yeah it having that about three weeks before um all the concerts that i was you know that i had my finger in um you know, go just really helped me calm down and take a deep breath and be like, all right, back to what actually matters here. Sure. Mm-hmm. So Mark, when you're talking about like first year teacher, Mark, mm-hmm. I was reminded of first year teacher Zoe. <laughs> and um, actually, I mean, and I still feel like that same person, especially during concert season. Sure. Cause it, it feels like it's, it's survival mode. Yeah. Like, it it, it you, feels yes. like it, you know, you just, right. Just yeah. do what I do. Yeah. Don't ask questions. Yeah. You know? And I just like, I woke up in, um, it was right after our fall break. So when would that have been around like Thanksgiving time? Mm -hmm. And I woke up in the middle of the night thinking, I can't do this alone. Mm -hmm. And I just, I couldn't go back to sleep. I was like, I'm, I just can't do it alone. And, um, I, I told you guys about that and I went to work and I mentioned that to one of my coworkers and. And he said, you know, you're not alone. You mm. just need to ask for help. Mm. And so I I did. I mm-hmm. sent out many flares. And at first I was like, oh, my gosh, no one's getting back to me. But then when I, I started going to um, classroom aides, they were like, yeah, I'll be there for you. Mm-hmm. And then so just those yeses that started coming back to me, I totally filled me back up. And mm. yeah. on the day of the performance, I had... Um, like four or five first grade parents that had volunteered to chaperone. Um, but they all got, I think when everyone arrived, because there were so many first graders that arrived, yeah. Uh, the parents were like, what are we supposed to do with all these kids? You know, they're not teachers. They're right, like, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, so I found one of the first grade teachers that was there that was volunteering with the PTA. And I was like, can you please help me? And she's like, of course. And so she went over there. They had about 10 minutes before they had to go on stage. She got out her phone and was singing with them. Nice. And I just, I couldn't believe it. Like that, 
you know, I, in fact, I am part of a community mm-hmm. and that just asking for help and it does feel like vulnerable. It's like, yes. oh my gosh, they're going to think like, oh, she didn't do her job well. Like right. she didn't prepare well enough yeah. to have this already figured out. But yeah. in the end, like actually no one said that to me. No one said those things to me. It sure. was all just like up here going through those scenarios. So first year teacher Zoe can like calm down. <laughs> can bring back the you know teacher. I, f- I feel com- I'm so glad that no one said that to you Zoe I have had those things said to me mm. and it's devastating um because when you care so deeply um yeah. and parent involvement is not part of my community it's very very difficult I think when um when parents and families are just already maxed out right. uh, with just survival yeah. um so I I really struggled last year um, mm-hmm. to to pull winter concerts off the ground and just kind of decided, like, I'm never doing this to myself again mm-hmm. <laughs> to the degree that I'm trying to pull this off. I asked for volunteers with every single permission slip that went home. Um, and out of, you know, all 400 students, I had four volunteer. And I did have some teachers, um, you know, volunteer to help, but it wasn't all of them. And right. there's just no way that you can direct a concert for seven grade levels and not have every teacher help and have it go smoothly. Like right. it just, it has to be all hands on deck it if is. it's going to be the entire school, because, right. you know, you get two parents for every kid and you're talking about over a thousand parents cycling through that auditorium. And it was too much. And then right. we could, we didn't fit on stage and k- kids missed their cues and parents who had taken time off work to come were upset said that their kid had missed their cue and mm. that's understandable right. um you know and yeah so yeah but and they take their frustration and their anger out on the director so it's it was tough um so i just gosh um that was and that was 11 year teacher crystal um you know you learn a lesson every year and you tuck that lesson in your back pocket and you just i try to just like take it for what it is and just say like okay what went well and what needs to improve and how can i stay sane and in this job mm-hmm. another year mm-hmm. um and yeah. do this so that that and that you know birthed the the idea for how i'm doing things this oh, totally. year i think much happier <laughs> yeah and i'm really proud mm-hmm. of you for doing that because it your community did tell you what mm-hmm what they needed and, they did, yeah. and what they were able to, you know, help in what way they could help and yeah. and be part of the music program. And well, and yeah. I, and I don't want to say that and share that story. Like, like I'm looking for, you know, sympathy. I just, I just really feel compelled. Like if somebody's listening to this and can't relate to the, you know, you ask for help and your community has your back. Like you're not alone, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. One thing my principal does is I'm, don't quote me on this, but I'm fairly certain that principals can get two days of the, out of the school year where teachers have to stay after school for an event. Mm-hmm. And so, like, back to school That's nights. That's what our contract is. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and so, back to school night's one of them, but mm-hmm. then my principal requires the winter performance as the other one. Yeah. And so, I am lucky that my teachers there who are like, all right, I'm sending you your kids at this time. I will send a runner to come get them and then walk them to the auditorium and I'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. But in that, in that beginning time where it's, you know, parents are filing in and whatnot, the students are with their teachers. And so, yeah, I don't know if anyone struggles with that or like they don't have people coming um, to like help, supervise children because you don't want to supervise anybody because you're you can't you you can't be you're trying to do all the last minute details and yeah i don't know about you guys but i run sound i run you know the Mm -hmm. in between music like i do it all pretty much Mm -hmm. and it's just not for the lack of people aren't willing to help but just like 
it, it's so specific for what I need and like I need right. it at a drop of a hat and if anyway yeah um, yeah and maybe you know 10-year teacher mark is like well you know five-year teacher mark thought this way but here's actually how it <laughs> should be um, I reserve the right to learn um, but mm-hmm. just getting that in the contract or what I had done at one of my previous schools was the principal had hired the yard duties to come in and so I had several different classrooms that I'd send all the children and some teacher volunteers would, you know, be in there with the yard duty who was, you and know. And a movie on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I told teachers. I'm like, hey, if you need it, if you need an activity, I will happily provide one. And I had one mm-hmm. teacher be like, hey, can you, can you do that? And so mm-hmm. I put on a movie for her and the students were in there with the movie that I had put on and all the teachers just kind of were able to do that. But yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know, like ask ask your principal what's available you know if you're finding yeah. yourself just yeah. by yourself in a lack of support like ask if you know what what is that other day if your contract allows two days what is that other day being used for and if right. it's not really being used for anything can we try the winter performance or the spring performance or whatever it mm-hmm. is yeah and i think that, that that comes back to the expectations thing and and getting really clear with your admin on what do they expect and why yeah. and yeah. okay so you can ask for this but here is what it's going to take yeah yeah yep. yeah yeah, I don't think they, they understand. It's just, you know, the music teacher thing is such a different animal than mm-hmm. uh, the general education thing. Um, it just, it's a different job and it, it has um, different, you know, pressures and, and responsibilities. And it's uh, and since especially we work for a place that hasn't really, you know, had that in a long time, a lot of principals just have no idea what that even looks like and how to support it. But the music teacher can also get in front of a whole school auditorium right. and get the attention of everybody. Absolutely. You know, like yes. There's that, there's it's that powerful. Power, you know? Yeah. And so it is, it is completely different because no other teacher on campus can do that, you right. know, because kids haven't had that teacher, you know, mm-hmm. but as the specialist, as a music teacher, like you can walk up there with your, your bells and ring them and everyone's, Oh my gosh. They all know what that means. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, we definitely, we have our, we have our magic powers and it's pretty great. Well, any other aha moments, guys, from uh, our reflection time with the concert cycle? I'm always humbled by how powerful it is for parents to see their kids on stage. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to keep doing it. Like, the kids are so proud when they come off stage. Like, mm-hmm. no matter how the concert went, the kids are so proud of themselves yeah. for doing it. That after-concert energy and adrenaline rush is, like, real. And they they are so pumped about it. It's really important, and it's really memorable for them. I remember my concerts and um, I will never forget. um, I think I was a third year teacher. This adorable little freckly faced kindergarten girl sang a song dressed up in an angel costume and had a solo in the first verse and spotlight on her and her parents were just like sobbing in the audience and they they didn't know she was going to do it. Um, and they came up to me afterwards and they were like, we had no idea she could sing. Mm. Nobody in this family has a musical bone mm. in their body. <laughs> and I'm like, well, she does nothing but sing. I don't know if you've heard her at home. Wow. So like really cool stuff, you know? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, that feels good, guys. It does feel yeah. good. Anybody else? Should, yeah. we, should we do a We want to move on to a little spiccato. Yeah. But before we go before to Spicato, um, we just want to thank you guys, all you listeners, all you viewers. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for coming. I mean, clicking. Whichever you do, <laughs> review and listen. We do appreciate it. We also do appreciate when you uh, send us feedback via Facebook or YouTube. We do try to respond. But even more so, it would help us to grow this community out farther is if you go on iTunes and 
send us a review that helps us with our publicity making sure that the lights and the cameras and are still rolling and whatnot and also increases our community so that more people can be a part of it um yeah yeah spiccato is coming after the break like and subscribe I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. If you're in the area, they'd love to have you come by the office. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. So, are you guys ready for this? Can, uh, <laughs> we have an episode where we play Chubby Bunny. <laughs> Today's spiccato, cotton balls. Cotton balls, okay. Yep. Mm. What do you think? Ooh. Every dollar store has cotton balls. It's true. You don't? They're cottony. I think it'd be really fun to make your own cloud. Oh, ooh. And then, and then we could float sing, like it. Um, or I've been loving Cindy's. I like to watch the clouds, fluffy white and billowy pillows, making patterns outside my window. I like to watch the clouds and dream. So that's in volume four, the melody is. And those oh, are Cindy Gabler's yeah, words. Yeah. Yes, and I have yes. kids asking for that cloud song now. It's lovely, they isn't it? I love it. Oh. <laughs> that's what we did with them at home. We had an indoor snowball fight. Oh, you're making it hit the microphone. Can you hear it? <laughs> I can hear it. That's enough. <laughs> I uh, I threw them at people. <laughs> I made a cl- like a little cloud, mm-hmm. and so for Halloween we do a literature parade. And the last two years I've I've been a cloud, Aww. and so I cut out a cloud and put a bunch of cotton balls. And then kids here, weren't you a cloud last year? I'm like, yes, this is my Halloween costume. Yes, I have one. <laughs> Why do you have to have multiple? I'm always magical music making from Hogwarts. Also Professor guys, Pridmore. Halloween is on a Saturday this year. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> nice. Thank you, universe. Yep. That's right. I feel like the way cotton balls can be torn and molded, I feel like you can do that, uh, wa- a walk through pretty much, create a circle, and have your kids in a circle, and then tear up walk. the... Uh, the cotton however you wish and hmm. then do a gallery walk and try to mimic it with your body as you your walk body. around very cool i yeah. like it i was thinking iconic notation mm. you know mm. write a little piece you can break up your cotton ball in different ways and then you could put lines on the ground if you wanted to and just use them kind of as note heads mm-hmm. or you can use it as this is a whole note the oh. one cotton ball is four beats hmm. so you divide it up into four if you want to make Quarter notes that works. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, because like it shows you. Yeah. 
I like that you guys immediately went to clouds because I did not <laughs> with my head. And so that makes a lot more sense. And I like it. Nice. I feel like I always go back to notation. But I'm always trying to get my kids to write stuff down, especially with the science integration mm. we're doing lately. I'm trying to, to turn everything into compositions, you know, with the scientific right. vocabulary in nice. their compositions. So um, we did um, we did insect music. And so the kids like used the different parts of the in, uh, insect, like thorax, abdomen, six legs, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff mm-hmm. to, to be the rhythm building blocks. So now I can do different types of clouds. Nice. Cirrus, cumulus, you know. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Word chains. They're so nice. They are fabulous. I use them all the time. Cool. Well done, friends. <laughs> so do we have a round of the week? Round of the week. Do we want to use one of mine? Yeah, let's use one of the, mm-hmm. the wintry one. The wintry one? Yeah, do you have a wintry one? The good you? night one? Yeah, yeah good night. Yeah. Good night. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we do have a round of the week. This is uh, good night to you all, and I found it online. There's a couple of places that you can look if you are trying to scout out uh, public domain music. Um, CPDL.org, the Choral Public Domain Library.org, is a really good resource. Nice. Um, there's lots of rounds in Latin on there that I used to use when I back in my Catholic school teacher days um, that were great for mass. Um, so this one, sometimes you have to pay a couple dollars to download files. Um, this one, you could view the PDF for free. So this is from a 1855 songbook um, called The Exercise Songbook, containing songs and rounds with physical exercises designed for the use of primary schools by Asa Fitz. And this is Good Night to You All. Let me get the right starting pitch here. Good night to you all and sweet be your sleep. May angels around you their vigils keep. Good night, good night, good night, good night. And it says, this round should be sung by three children on the stage at the close of school or an exhibition, looking at the persons or scholars addressed and making appropriate gestures. Appropriate gestures. Appropriate gestures. Okay. So that's the physical exercise. <laughs> yeah, my brain went there too. All right, so shall we? Yep. Do you want to see it? I got it. You, oh, you I got it. Picture. Oh, look at you. Okay, yeah. got it. All right, so together, and then this is the three-part round. Okay. So, you want to go? Okay. Okay. We're Mark, a team. You're by yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Stick me in the middle for a second. <laughs> All right. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. Okay. And then, then one, two, three. You good with one, that? Two, one, two, three. Yeah, you fine. cool with that? Okay, here we go. Uh, Good night to you all, and sweet be your sleep. May angels around you their angels keep. Good night, good night, good night, good night. Good night to you all, and sweet be your sleep. May angels around you their angels keep. Lovely. 
Good night, guys. Crushed it. <laughs> Crushed it. <laughs> Thanks no. for listening, you guys. No. You can follow me at Finny Vapa. Uh, you can follow me at, uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> Mr. Keeper. You can follow me on either Twitter or Instagram at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N. And you can find me at Ms. Kumagai on Twitter. Also, can I do a shout out? Yeah. Please, I just want to give a shout out to my cousin, Bo. Yeah, Bo. Yeah. Yay for he, uh, the t-shirts, t-shirts we're t-shirts. wearing. So you, Thanks, can, you can find him on Instagram at um, Coltanabe. Right. Yeah, I think that no, that's we'll, wrong. We'll put it in. The we'll and if you are interested in purchasing a chaotic harmony T-shirt, <laughs> you can do that. You can email us at um, chaotic, chaotic harmony classroom at gmail dot com. Yeah. Also, we'll be tweeting and also posting stuff on Instagram, so you can find us on those uh, media platforms at ch classroom. We're also on Facebook and also the YouTube's. Thanks for listening, guys. And MySpace. Bye. 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 <laughs> The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore, Jonathan Seligman, Zoe Kumagai, and Mark Kamer. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com UTC is the best. I will fight you if you say anything otherwise. I it's pretty UTC. up there. It's great, it's but it's expensive. It's <laughs> That's why it's the best. Uh, <laughs> do you remember my okay. love language crystal? Yeah, yeah. that's Booge right. I was Bozzi trying to remember. Here. Okay. What What did you say? Fancy. Fancy is my love language. That's right. God, Mark Kamer. Heard in the music room. <laughs> Don't be a d- and get me something nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast, Chaotic. (laughs) 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 Chaotic. Chaotic. (laughs) Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Chaotic Harmony. I'll tell you what we're doing right here. I'll tell you what we're talking about. Please do. So, oh what, how many? You should be. Yeah. You should be like facing into it. Yes. So, So we're going to rotate here. No, no, no. Squeeze it. Do that. Yeah. And now then, the pop mic. And then this is, this is why we can't do more than three episodes at a time. <laughs> I'm not good with this guy.